What is up, everybody? This is Brayden from Flint Mastering, and I am the host and content curator of the Mixing Music Podcast exclusive episodes. And today we have for you an exclusive archive, which means you're going to hear an exclusive episode that DK and I recorded almost a year ago. You're going to have the chance to hear what our exclusive episodes are all about and how much fun and learning goes on between me and DK as we discuss technical tips and important techniques in relation to producing mixing and mastering. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to be a part of the exclusive content we provide twice a week, you can do so by heading over to mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the exclusive archives. And with that, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. My friends, and welcome back to another exclusive episode of the Mixing Music Podcast. This exclusive episode is for subscribers only, and first and foremost, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to our subscribers. We love you, and we appreciate you always and forever. I'm your host for today, Braden from Flint Mastering, and joining me is our very own, the one, the only, the beautiful daddy, DK. What's going on, DK? How you doing, man? What up? You said the beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to uh, talk about this clip today. This is a good clip. Absolutely. Well, without further ado, we'll uh, get right into it. And we have listened to these people before. It's Present Day Productions, Mixing Mastering Duo out in the UK. They're super funny. Check out their YouTube channel. Um, and in this clip, they're talking about basically, can you mix on headphones or should you mix on headphones? And they basically go over the pros and cons of doing um, of mixing on headphones. So without further ado, uh, here we go. Present Day Productions, roll the tape. And one thing that can be over-exaggerated on headphones and not work so well on speakers is reverb and delay. Headphones are injecting the sound directly into your ears and the room, it's not playing a part at all. Nobody ever said, oh, my headphones don't work well in this room. And because of that, it can be very easy to overuse reverbs and delays in a headphone mix. And then when it's played back in speakers, it sounds like everything's in a swimming pool. And this is because we haven't got the natural reverberant effects of a room in headphones. So it's well worth checking that on speakers in a variety of listening environments if you can, and to check for overuse of reverb that might not translate well to speaker systems. Another issue with headphones can be accurately judging the bass end. And for this reason, it's important to choose a good set of headphones designed for mixing that don't massively overemphasize the bass end to sound impressive when you first try them. The one advantage that good headphones can have over less than ideal speaker systems is they'll give you a microscopic window into the fine details. I already mentioned that it can be easier to spot clicks, pops and bad edits with headphones and it can also be easier to judge compression and tiny EQ moves. So you can use this to add subtle nuances to your music that you might not notice on speakers. Okay, cool. So this is a super awesome clip about can you mix on headphones and 
in the clip, they give us some really good tips or things to be aware of when we're mixing on headphones. They talk about delays and reverbs and how they're different in headphones than on speakers. They talk about the low end in headphones and also the positive of headphones as you can hear microscopic detail. So DK, how often are you mixing on headphones and what are your pros and cons to mixing on headphones? Yeah, so to kind of preface my answer here, um, I do think that like headphones have a lot to offer and they are potentially going to be a much bigger part of our mixing and post-production processes in the future, especially if Atmos becomes bigger. Um, it's supposed to fold back into headphones, which is a big deal, right? Um, as well as, let's talk about, if if they can get, and the marketing can wrap their heads around how to compete with speakers and even convince people that they're better than speakers, then speakers are more expensive they're more annoying they they are involve acoustics like everything about headphones is more practical the marketing and potentially the technology is just not caught up to it or whatever um, and there's some emulations which are supposed to make them better I haven't had a good experience with the emulations yet um, but first off um, so that's kind of what I want to preface with I, I do believe in headphones and the potential of headphones mixing on headphones very heavily and I and I hope to see them expand and grow as a technology um, in the next decade over the next decade. Um, but yeah, first things first, I don't use headphones too often. I have a couple pairs of headphones, but I only really use them to reference, but I have them in the back of the room. So it's annoying to have to go grab them, plug them in and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, I'm lazy and that's why I don't plug them in too much. So, and I have a very good, reliable room and a very good, reliable set of speakers, obviously. So um, there's really no reason for me to check on headphones unless there's something going on, whether it's with the stereo image or something where I know my headphones will not be able to, you know, uh, exactly replicate, um, the way that the speakers do. For example, um, one of the things that headphones do is whenever I do like vocal stacks, like left and right, or do things that are like far left, far right, um, because there's no bleed from right ear information to the actual left ear, it's total separation from left and right. Um, things that are hard pan tend to feel a little bit louder in headphones than they do on speakers. So like when I do hard panning, sometimes I want to reference and make sure that it doesn't sound crazy. Oftentimes, like in the chorus, if I have like a mono single lead in the verses and then it hits the chorus, then I have the mono single lead as well as two doubles going far left and far right on head on speakers that would sound dope. But then on headphones, sometimes it, the vocals can then become overpowering. Mm. So, so cause you got, like, <laughs> yeah, so um, so it's just something that I always try to double check with when I know that's going to be an issue, but that's only like one to 5% of the time. I rarely ever check on headphones. Um, I do think that there are huge benefits and, uh, negatives with headphones. Um, I'm not so sure about the reverbs and delay things. I mean, like technically I think that that's correct. And I, I like to think that that's true, especially with the lack of sep again, the super separation on the headphones and the lack of separation from left and right speaker on speakers. Um, and yes, as far as like music is supposed to sound, it's supposed to like having a totally dead space. There's a reason why 100% dead anechoic chambers are not good for mixing and mastering. They want some liveness in a room, just a controlled amount of liveness. Uh, because yeah. exactly what he was saying, like, um, yes, you want a little bit of liveliness in the room. And I'm sure that reverbs and delays will sound totally different um, on headphones than on speakers. Yeah, I, th that totally makes sense. Uh, the bass thing is incredible. I think that's, that's true, uh, as well as false, meaning that like, if you have really exaggerated bass on your headphones, 
but that's all you've been listening to. And that's where you've been spending most of your time and referencing all of that time. And you're comfortable with the bass levels on those headphones. You should be able to make bass just right on those headphones. But if you're coming from speakers where it's like pretty balanced or maybe even like bass is rolled off and then you come onto headphones that are like really bass heavy. Yeah, you're going to mix it different when you're on headphones. Right. So it kind of depends on what you're used to. I actually do recommend if you do have uh, a mixing space where the low end is not as good or as reliable, mixing the low end specifically on headphones. He did mention that it's okay to mix low end on headphones just get like mixing dedicated headphones like the headphones that are meant for mixing on which I think is more marketing than it is actually like a product design um I don't believe there's such thing as a mixing headphone. They, they're all, <laughs> yeah. they, that's not how headphones are made. You know, that's not, anyway. Uh, but anyway, so like whatever your headphones you're using, just something that you're used to because headphones are often, unless you're using like planar headphones, headphones are often rated to go down to 20 hertz. So you get a lot of that sub information that you may not be able to get in your room. Um, so that's something useful to check on. Check your low end on headphones if you're if you're not able to rely on it um, with your speakers. Uh, the last thing he talked about was basically like the subtleties. Um, he's able to hear microscopic EQ moves and uh, yeah, compression a little bit better. I wonder if that's because headphones are like right next to your ears. And this is where like the bad thing of headphones come into. It's like with headphones, they're like really right next to your ears. Like they're on top of your ears. So... I tend to listen to music a little bit louder on headphones than I do on speakers, which I, I'm slightly scared of it damaging my ears, but that's also part of the reason why I'm assuming that he's able to hear so microscopically. Uh, and I mean, they are right there and there's absolutely no, um, room noise or sound or reverberations that are muddying any frequencies up or, you know, anything like that. So I'm wondering if that's why, um, but that's not necessarily a good thing either because there's a reason why his ATCs that this dude has spent 30, 30 to $40,000 on, he still yeah. uses them even though he claims headphones are more microscopic. It's because like that microscopic stuff can become distracting more than helpful oftentimes. So just something to be aware about. Um, but the point is, can you mix on headphones? Absolutely, yes, you can. And potentially, I could say maybe, yes, you should. Uh, but yeah, that's my thoughts. Sweet. I totally agree. And I, before I had like a space to be in, I was doing all of my mixing and mastering back when I was mixing. I was doing it all on headphones because I was in like my parents' basement. That sounds kind of embarrassing to say. It's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> I'd graduated college at that point. Uh, but I was in my parents' basement. It's like this big open space. And, you know, I'm not about to start punching holes in my parents' walls to to set up acoustic treatment. So I had to use my headphones. Um, and believe it or not, because I listen to music most often in those headphones, I felt like my mixes translated the way I wanted them to. When I took them out to the car or if I tried them on a speaker system or things like that, I thought they sounded pretty decent. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, kind of like DK was saying, there's a lot of marketing that goes into mixing headphones. And I think that the reason for that is I think there are some headphones that are like, considered more flat than others they try to flatten out the eq response so you know you're not getting like this overhyped top end or boosted low end like he was saying in the clip but also sometimes you know like like dk said if that's what you're listening to and that's what you're used to then it doesn't really matter um and even with uh the masters that i do now my favorite place to check them is in my airpods those aren't even like over the ear headphones they just go right in my ears and honestly like 
if my master, most of the time, if it sounds really good on my speakers, it'll sound good on my AirPods. And if it sounds good on my AirPods, then I know it's probably going to sound good no matter where it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do a lot, a, of, I do a lot of music stick, listening but. on my AirPods. So I double check on my AirPods after th- things are done anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oftentimes. Um, no, that's a totally a real thing. Yeah. It's okay to do that. Again, it's because I listen to so much music on my AirPods for casual yep. listening. That's, that's the point. Like, the thing that makes this difficult, the equation doesn't work if you throw in a pair of speakers or headphones that you've never listened to before or that you don't listen to music casually on. Then it becomes an issue. You know, then you don't realize how much top end you're adding because there's no reference to it. So that's the only thing. Uh, but other than that, like, honestly speaking, headphones are dope. Speakers are dope. Um, it doesn't matter. Just listen to what you're used to. And even if it's like shitty, like even if you have to use like AirPods, I know a few people that use AirPods to mix and their mixes sound great. Yep. And it's about what you're used to. It's not about the actual technology. The, the Using technology as an excuse to say that your mixes are better or worse than somebody else's is, is all marketing and it's all in your head. And it's more about the fact that you've spent so much time on them and understand them very well. It's, it's, yeah, mixing headphones is like such a bullshit, non-practical term. It's like such a funny thing to say, what are mixing headphones? They don't have the dip <laughs> at 3K. Is that, what, is that what mixing headphones are? So now we're talking about how mixing is defined by the frequency curve. And, and so it's like, it does, it's not a real thing. Mixing headphones don't exist. So that's my only qualm with, with uh, the clip is that that's all marketing fluff. And I, I just want to make sure that we're here, Mixing Music Podcast, we're here to break through the fluff and get the fluff out of the way and talk about what's real. <laughs> um, so that is a genuinely marketing fluff. I just want to be clear about that. Except for the Manny Mariquin mixing That headphones. is especially marketing fluff. You know, <laughs> they sound good, but it's especially, that is especially marketing fluff. They took their gaming headset. He, Manny liked, you heard the story, right? Yeah, Manny yeah, liked yeah. their gaming headset, the sound of their gaming line of headphones the most, and then they just kind of tweaked the gaming design. That's what it is. So they yeah. have like a double price markup for his name for the cheapest set of headphones that they offer. It's crazy. It's total marketing fluff. But that being said, people like the sound of them. And then you get the, you know, the approval that Manny Mariquin likes and uses these headphones. I don't know if that's true or not, but at least they say he does. Yeah. And uh, because of that, people think that they're good mixing headphones. But no, it's it's their gaming headset. Yeah. Marketing fluff. And the thing is, it's it's not the headphones. It's Manny Mariquin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's him that's doing the mixing. It's not the headphones that's mixing it for him. Yeah. But so that... So that brings up a question in my mind then. So for you, when you like saying it's all marketing and everything, why do you think that some of these companies, I won't name any, but like there's some companies that charge like $4,500 to $6,000 for a pair of headphones. Like what is the, what's the point? Is it just superior components? Like, so good question. This is where I start to get um, less technical. And this is where I start to recognize that this is above my league. Like I shouldn't be really commenting on this because I'm not uh, a mechanical electrical engineer, you know, and I could talk about the parts and precisely, but I would assume that it's actual physical premium parts, but then we can go into something that I am more familiar with is the idea of diminishing returns, right? Where at the beginning stages, the more money you put in, there's an actual big amount of difference. But by the end of it, like in order to get a 1% difference, you have to spend twice as much money. Um, so the law of diminishing returns, just look it up if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but that being said, I'm sure that there's more technical, uh, you know, supposedly technical advances to more heavy, heavy priced headphones. 
that at that point, it's like, it's not just marketing fluff. It's just, there's actual, supposedly, whether or not they actually help is marketing fluff, but yeah, there is, yeah. but there probably is more expensive parts going on. Okay, sweet. That's a good clarification. Whether, they're de they're probably nicer, but whether or not they actually help, they're, okay, there's the difference. That makes more sense to me. Cool. Sweet. Well, I think that is a good point to probably wrap it up there. And if you have any more questions or you want to talk more about headphones, you can always DM us on Instagram. And that's a new thing we're doing as of a couple episodes ago. It should be out by now. Um, but uh, if you have any technical tips you want us to discuss specifically on the podcast, please DM me at Flint Mastering on Instagram, and we will answer your questions. We will custom tailor episodes to you, the listener, the subscriber, because... We're here for you. That's why we do this. And that's the end of my cheesy speech. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as always, <laughs> if you haven't joined Mixing Music Discord, do it. It's awesome. Check DK's streams on Twitch Friday mornings, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Mix Feedback Fridays and on Thursdays as well for when you actually mix songs uh, that come to you. And as always, leave us a five-star rating if you enjoy the podcast. And lastly... Uh, you probably know by now, but we do have merch out at it's Mixing Music Podcast. Wait, what's the URL for it? Shop dot wait, mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash shop. No, forward slash forward shop. slash shop. <laughs> <laughs> we just learned it's not a backslash, it's a forward slash. I literally checked so. my email. Someone emailed me, a fan of the show emailed me, and it's like, hey, just one thing that's bugging me, it's not backslash, it's forward slash. So, uh, mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash shop. <laughs> there you go. And you can get all the cool merch that we have. And, uh, yeah, you can support us, and then it helps us better support you. So, with that being said, thanks for listening, my friends. And DK, sign us off. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. Stay saucy.